Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everyone. It's the host of What's in the Box Office, Brian. And Noah. Normally, we talk about box office numbers, how much film's made, what's in theaters. Well, nothing's in theaters and hasn't been for a while. So we're starting an exciting new series, Getting Willy With It. We are going to be covering the entire 26-year career of Will Smith's blockbuster films. We're going to be reviewing every performance, ranking every film. We have special awards, all this and more. It's very exciting. There's so much stuff for us to cover. He's got franchises. He's got blockbusters. He's got awards-worthy performances. And, of course, he's got a prolific music career. Uh, Yeah, he does. That is right. Will Smith has four Grammy wins, eight Grammy nominations, and in this collab series, not only are we going to talk about his movies, but we are going to explore his rap career. So stay tuned, because starting on January 17th, we're going to be getting willy with it. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Sunday, January 10th, and as always, I am excited to be back with a new episode. Um, I believe... No, I was going to say I believe this is the first episode of 2021, but I did drop um, a collab episode with the Small Victories and Side Notes podcast last week. So this is actually the second episode of 2021. And let me tell you, 2021 is going strong. I mean, maybe not like like out in the world because like shit's crazy out there. But uh, here on the podcast, like it's a content farm. You feel me? Like we got so much content coming. Um, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the dope projects um, that are on the way at the end of the episode. But in this episode, I'm going to give you a song of the week. We're going to jump into the press play segment. I'm going to give you your hip hop and R&B news. And then in the dig deeper segment, I will be discussing the most anticipated albums for 2021. So definitely keep it locked in because that's going to be a good one. So let's jump right into it. The song of the week. So the song of the week for this week um, because of a collab episode that's coming up, I've been listening to a lot of Mareba, a lot of Jid. Um, as you know, Mareba is one of the members of Spillage Village, which is kind of like an extension of Dreamville. Um, they put out a bunch of projects um, and they put out an album last year as well. And so I've been listening to a lot of Mareba. And so there's this one song on Mareba's latest album, which came out 
uh, when did that album come out? I want to say it was 2019, so it came out, well, I guess, I guess that's not last year anymore. Uh, so two years ago, she dropped an album called The Jungle Is The Only Way Out. And Mareba's a dope R&B and soul singer, but um, there's a lot of projects where she's also showed her versatility um, and how well she can rap. Um, so this song is called Sandstorm, and it features Jid, who's one of the best rap- young rappers out right now. Um, but on this song, Jid shows his versatility um, and how well he can like hold a note and sing. And so it's a it's a like low key kind of like soulful song that features Jid and Mareba like singing and like like, you know, playing off of each other. And it's such a, a dope song um, and one of my favorites from her album. So that is the song of the week. The song of the week for this week is Sandstorm featuring Jid by Mareba. So let's jump into the press play segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It's now time for the press play segment. This is the segment where I talk to you and deliver your hip-hop and R&B news, uh, the important things that have happened since the last episode, um, or even since the, the last time that I gave you a press play segment. Um, everything I talk about in this segment and in the episode in general can be found in the podcast newsletter. If you want that podcast newsletter, you can get it in two ways. Go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Right on the homepage, there's a place where you can put in your email. You will receive the podcast newsletter in your inbox every single uh, time there's an episode. So um, if you want, the podcast newsletter has all the links to everything that I talk about in the episodes. So you can go straight to a music video once you hear me talk about it or something like that. Sign up for the the mailing list and you'll get it in your inbox. Or if you just want the newsletter, you don't want it in your inbox, you can go to the newsletter tab on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com and they're all there. So let's start with the first part of the press play segment. Things for you to check out. First up is the music video for West Side by Reason. So Reason, who's a TDE member, one of the newest TDE members, dropped off uh, his debut album called New Beginnings last year. Um, it made my top 25 albums list um and one of my favorite songs was a song called west side and west side uh interestingly enough features mareba who i talked about in the uh, song of the week for this week um and so it's a dope song that sees mareba and reason kind of both singing it's so interesting mareba a lot of the songs mareba gets in with these rappers like they come down to not down to her level but they go to her level and start start singing rather than it being the other way around. There are cases where, you know, she raps on a rapper song, but it's it's so cool that she's getting all these rappers to sing with her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so Westside does that and he dropped off the music video for it, which is very interesting. It's kind of, it's like a short, short film because there's definitely like a, a storyline that's playing through in the music video and it has a twist that I didn't see coming. I thought it was one way but it was actually the other shout out to my wire fans if you get that reference um but yeah it's a dope music video so check out the music video for west side by reason run the jewels dropped off a music video for walking in the snow one of the best songs on that project um and they took a, a animated route it's kind of like clay claymation type um or stop motion type um music video that features them as like these like kind of like dolls it's almost like a toy story theme because they're like toys and they're like fighting these other clay toys it's it's wild <laughs> it's wild but i i respect the creativity so definitely check that out the weekend everybody's been talking about this video dropped off a new video for his song save your tears from after hours um so the weekend has been doing a lot of artistic stuff with uh, the album he dropped last year, After Hours, where he's been walking around with like bandages on his face and like a bloody nose and stuff like that. And so in the music video, he's got like a whole new face. Like it, it was like it seems like we were supposed to believe that like the bandages were because he got plastic surgery, and now this is his new face after the plastic surgery. Um, or maybe he got plastic surgery because of like some accident. And so this was to fix whatever happened to his face. And that's why he had the bit. I don't know. The whole storyline is really interesting, but um, he's got a whole new face. It's it's ridiculous. Like it's a scary face. <laughs> like it's the weekend, but it looks way it's a lot more jarring to look at. So everybody's been talking about it because a lot of people thought that it was his real face, but he really just used like prosthetics to, to do that. But it's a dope music video. He's been rolling out a lot of good music videos um 
for uh, the songs from that album, I will tell you, you know, the Thinking Outside the Boombox, the annual award show is happening um, in about a month or so. And um, the weekend, two song, two music videos from the Weekends After Hours album were nominated for Best Music Video. So he's got a good chance to walk away with an award there. So definitely check out this video. Saweetie also dropped off a music video for her new song, Best Friend, featuring Doja Cat. Everybody's been going crazy over it um, because of the, the looks they're given, like the energy, the vibe. It's dope. I'm not really a fan of Doja Cat for obvious reasons because of the you know controversy she's had. You can look that up. Um, but I didn't want to not give Saweetie um, you know, her play on the podcast because of what Doja Cat did. So... You know, here is me making sure that you're aware of this music video. Check it out because um, it is a dope music video. Um, new songs. Earth Gang dropped off a new song with Wale called Options. Maybe Earth Gang is already getting ready to drop another project. Who knows? But I really did like this song because it's very like radio friendly. Like I could see this song playing on the radio heavy, getting a lot of airplay. And so I'm, I'm I wonder if you know earth gang is trying to get they trying to get a hit you know um like they're they're singing the way they're singing is very like like pop like and i could see this taking off so definitely check that out division dropped off a new song called you somebody literally it is a cover of the kings of leon song you somebody and they killed it like the lyrics of it and the in the the method the style they took to cover this it really fits with the way they usually make music so shout out to division for that um yeah, definitely go check out uh, their cover. It's dope. SZA dropped off a new song called Good Days. If you remember, at the end of the music video for Hit Different, the single she dropped last year with Ty Dolla Sign, she had a second song at the end, and this is that song. So people have been like, yo, drop that song, drop that song, and she dropped it. It's called Good Days. It's dope. It's definitely... It's, it's, it's a song that fits, I think, more to the sound that we know from SZA than Hit Different may have. I mean, Hit Different is, I think it is a good song, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the same type of style of song that she was giving us crazy on control. Um, good Days is, um, you know, I've, I've been thinking lately that SZA and Frank Ocean have a lot in common with the things they decide to talk about and the way they both sing. Um, and Good Days is a good example of that. I think um, there's a lot of similarities there. So definitely check that out. SZA also released um, kind of like an acoustic performance of Hit Different in Good Days. She was just at the crib um, and decided to lay down like a like a performance of both of these songs. And it's dope. SZA's got a great voice. So definitely check that out. Uh, similarly, Janae Aiko did the same thing and she performed a medley of songs from her album Chilombo. Um, she had the singing bowls and everything ready to get the chakras right. Uh, she performed some oldies too. Um, you know, I think she's she's doing a lot of this because she got nominated for album of the year at the Grammys. And when you do that, you kind of want to um, you want to like like promote yourself after stuff like that because you want to try and win. So um, I think that's definitely what's happening there. But definitely check that out because it's a dope performance. Rumor Mill and the announcements. Um, rest in power to MF Doom. Um, MF Doom is an artist whose catalog I've been meaning to throw myself into for a while. Um, he passed away back in October. We just found out a couple weeks ago. Um, but there's no better time than now for me to really check out his music. So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, Lupe Fiasco um, did like a tribute freestyle to MF Doom. Um, I'm going to post that in the podcast newsletter as well because it was dope but yeah he's he's a legend he inspired so many of the rappers that are out there right now so rest in power to him also prayers up to dr dre who suffered a brain aneurysm um he's better now and he like tweeted that um he's in good spirits and he's like feeling good now so that's a scary moment so prayers for him and his family um the weekend's working on a new album um, he said he was inspired by the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on. So he's working on a new project. I don't I doubt we get that this year, but um, it's, it'll be interesting to see the weekend tackle something so like of the moment and like some social commentary. So because that is not the type of music that the weekend makes. So I'm, I'm interested to see what we get from that. Um, 
Sicko Mode by Travis Scott and Drake reached 2 billion streams. So shout out to them because that's crazy numbers. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You did 17.2 million Spotify streams on Christmas Eve alone, which broke the record. For context um, on how much artists get paid off of streams, at the highest rate that uh, Spotify pays artists per stream, that would have been about $145,000 um, in one day before she'd have to split that among the labels and the producers. So I just wanted to give you some context on that. Um, a Nipsey Hustle album will be released in the future, according to his friend and collaborator, Jay Stone. Um, I also heard that a live visual album of Nipsey Hussle's The Marathon Mixtape will be released this year. Not sure if Jay Stone is talking about the same album. It seems like it's two different projects. So it's dope that we're going to be getting more Nipsey Hussle content. Rest in power to him as well. Um, finally, the Grammys, which were supposed to air on January 31st, taking place in Los Angeles. Who knows where? It's usually at the Staples Center. But with COVID, they didn't really say what they were doing this year. But either way... Los Angeles is a, a COVID hub right now, so the Grammys were postponed to March due to COVID. So I'll keep you posted on that. Um, when Whenever they air, I will be doing my Grammys recap um, probably the next day. So I'll keep you posted. Um, and generally, I do an upcoming and recently released albums segment um, as a part of the Press Play segment. But because... Um, I'm talking about the most anticipated albums of 2021 in the Dig Deeper segment. Um, I'll get to all of those there. So without any further ado, let's jump into the Dig Deeper segment. It's time for the Dig Deeper segment. As I mentioned, this week I will be discussing the most anticipated albums of 2021. Um, You know, I don't know if 2021 is going to be that much different from 2020 as far as music releases. You know, you would have thought that music releases would have slowed down because of COVID. But really, you know, that gave artists an opportunity to hunker down in their studios and whatnot and make more music. And we got a lot of music last year. I don't think... The COVID, you know, I'm not getting into a lot of it, but with the way the vaccine has been going and how crazy COVID rates have been lately, I don't know if 2021 is going to be that much different than 2020. Um, That being said, there's a lot of albums expected this year and anticipated, and I want to, you know, just put that list out, out there. Now, this is a list that I update throughout the year. So I've got the anticipated albums now. Um, as artists deliver album release dates, I update this list. Um, when an album that wasn't on this list is announced, I update this list. Any of the album that I think is important for people to know about, I put it on this list. And it, on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, the website, there is a tab um, at the top um, under extra content that says uh, most anticipated albums of the year. And this list will be there. Like as soon as this episode drops, I'm posting this list there. And throughout the year, I'm updating it. So if you want to know about an album release date um, for one of your artists or whatnot, or what albums are coming out throughout the year, even past this episode, go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, hit the extra content tab. Boom, the list is right there. Um, So I generally separate this list into like, mm, I guess it's like four parts. The first is the albums that have release dates, like an artist has said this album is coming out this time. Um, So I give that about a 90 plus percent chance of release. Um, And because artists don't usually telegraph their release dates that far out, most of these are in like January, sometimes February. Then you have the unknown album release date. So an artist has said this album is coming out or hinted that this album is coming out in 2021. They just didn't give a release date. So that's a separate column. I give that about a 65 to 89% chance of release. Then you got the artists um, who don't really have a sign of a project, but because of like their release schedule or just like a typical release schedule, it would make sense if they dropped this year. 50% chance of release. And then you got the maybes. Like, this is like, uh, don't hold your breath, but maybe. Zero to 25% chance of release. So let's jump right into it. 
Um, albums with release dates. First up was January 8th, which was Friday. Jasmine Sullivan, her album Hotels. It dropped. It's dope as hell. Um, like a really great album. I wish it was more songs. It's, she's got a lot of skits. So um, it's like eight songs and then like maybe six or so skits. Um, but it's a really good album. A lot of great singing, a lot of great features. Go get that. Um, it was led by two singles, Lost One and Pick Up Your Feelings, which she dropped last year. Um, the anticipation was high and she delivered. Um, here's a comment Jasmine Sullivan had about her album before she dropped. No longer is male patriarchy dictating what it means to be a good girl. The truth is women of all ages have been called a hoe at some point in life, whether deserved or not, by some man trying to put us in our place. A place designed to keep us under control, out of the way, and usually beneath them. Women are over feeling ashamed about the decision we have made or chose to make in regards to our bodies. We are multifaceted and shouldn't be defined by any one thing. We all have a journey to make, and it's our choice alone how we get there. Dope. Uh, like thesis statement for an album and she really delivered on that thesis statement like 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 that's what that's the theme of this album and she she comes at it from many different ways it's a dope album go get that hotels by jasmine sullivan available now january 15th so that's next friday amusing her feelings by division so last year division dropped an album called a muse in her feelings like five five words a muse in her feelings now they're dropping an album called amusing her feelings three words amusing her feelings it's a concept like series sequel who knows if this is the last one or if they find some other cool wordplay um i dig it i think they the album they dropped last year flew under a lot of people's radar i thought it was a pretty good album it just didn't move me like their first two now um, this is the sequel album and the quick release makes me think that these were all created in the same sessions and this is a planned rollout rather than Division just recording a shit ton of music since their last album although anything's possible in quarantine I expect this to be a dope album I love the concept of the sequel albums um, January 15th Amusing Her Feelings by Division um, Certified Lover Boy by Drake now there's no like official release date but he said that it's coming out in January, so it, it gets in this category. Um, he's already announced that this is coming out, so barring some unforeseen circumstances, we should be getting this album soon. Laugh Now, Cry Later is the only single so far, and it's a standard hit in the Drake formula. Um, he said that some people will probably hate this album like they did Views, so hopefully that's because he's continuing to experiment with sounds and not because it's long as hell. Um, so look out for that album. Mad Lib and Fortet, their album Sound Ancestors. So Mad Lib is the legendary producer who was responsible for collab albums with MF Doom, Mad Villainy, um, Pinata and Bandana with Freddie Gibbs. He is a legend in the in the production game. So Fortet, um, who's a, a musician and artist, came to Mad Lib. Uh, Mad Lib had an album full of, of beats and Fortet was like, yo, why don't you craft this into a project that's not meant to be used by vocalists and rappers, but arrange it into an album that flows from start to finish, just the music. And so Mad Lib did that. Um, this is a dope in, endeavor that's really about the music. So I'm excited to hear it. That's coming out in January as well. And they actually dropped a single, I think this week, this past week for the album. So I think this is definitely coming out this month. Um, Rick Ross also announced his album Richer Than I've Ever Been is coming out in 2021. Um, that's what he said, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if it actually, if it, I, I feel like when I drop this list, I'm gonna have to put that it, it's been postponed. Um, but you never know. He could have been in the studio. This could be ready to go. Um, but look out for that. So that's January, February. Bryson Tiller has announced that the deluxe album to his album anniversary, which dropped last year. Um, is dropping now Bryson hinted last year when he dropped anniversary that there may be more music coming um, when he released anniversary in October it looks like this is the first indication of that expect a few new tracks probably with a feature or two it'll be dope March Redman is dropping an album called Muddy Waters 2 T-O-O um, Redman has been prepping this for a while but he wants the rollout to be perfect kind of harking back to an era where album releases came with trailers they came with merch and all of that so we'll see if we get this this year um, because you know he kind of wanted the rollout to be right as far as COVID not being a big of a thing but it seems like that will be so who knows if this actually drops in March so that's it for the albums with release dates or like release months 
So now let's get into the unknown dates. Now, I think this is, these albums have a 65 to 89% chance of coming out. Absol, to be announced, title. Um, Reason was the only TDE release last year. Um, so honestly, I feel like every member of TDE album has a chance of coming out. Um, Dreamville stuck their flag in the ground uh, two years ago when they dropped off. Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers in 2019 and then the Deluxe Edition in 2020, early 2020. Like, they they put their flag down like, we one of the hottest groups out right now. From a friendly competition standpoint, I expect TDE to take that personally and I expect them to have a big year. I thought it was going to be last year, but stuff went crazy. You know, I already thought Kendrick was dropping last year as well as Isaiah Rashad and a few others. I think we can move that to this year, 2021. I think TDE is going to come crazy with a bunch of releases. Um, so Absol, I think, like, I'm, I'm saying it's possible. I think it, there's a 65 to 89% chance that every TDE member could drop something. So we'll see. Cardi B, uh, to be announced title. Everyone thinks this album is going to be called Tiger Woods for some reason, but I'm pretty sure she was joking about that when she said it. Um, but the release of the single WAP, kind of signaled the start of something, so I would expect that Cardi B drops an album this year. Chris Brown, his album Breezy, he teased this album last year, and historically, Chris Brown releases albums every two years, um, so it's pretty likely that he drops something this year. It could be the Breezy album. Look out for that. Conway the Machine, a member of Griselda, his album God Don't Make Mistakes. Um, this is Conway's debut album on Shady Records, um, his album last year from King to a God was meant to lead into this debut. So it's incredibly likely that this is released. I'd expect some huge features and some elite production on this album. Danny Brown in his album XXXX or 40. Now, this was another album that was teased last year. And 2021 marks the 10 year anniversary of his landmark album 30 or XXX. Now, that album was partly named XXX because of drugs and sex, but... It was also named that because Danny Brown turned 30 last year, which is XXX in Roman numerals. So the fact that he teased this with, you know, XXXX being um, representative of 40, he turns 40 this year. So it kind of has to be released in 2021, right? Unless, you know, he'll look stupid otherwise, because like this was supposed to be the album when he turned 40. If he doesn't release that in the year that he turned 40, it, it makes a little less sense. I mean, people wouldn't care if it was you know, actually wasn't released this year because he could say I recorded it in that year. But I think it's very likely that this album gets released this year. So look out for that. Denzel Curry's album, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. Um, he teased this last year. Here's what he said about it. He said, the sound of the album is different than all my other albums. This album stems from my feelings strictly and producers I've always wanted to work with and who I worked with from the first album. Only singers and one rapper. That's it. It's a combination of what's going on right now in the world in Akira Kurosawa films with Toshiro Mifune. I don't know what any of that last stuff means, but um, he's clearly been working. I think we can get this album this year. DJ Khaled, his album Khaled Khaled, um, that's his real name. Um, he gave us Pop Star in Greece, the singles uh, by Drake last year, and he releases on average every year and a half. So it's about time. Um that he drops his album. He's going for his fourth straight platinum album. So let's see if we get that this year. Future, um, his Monster 2 mixtape, as well as an unreleased or an untitled album. Future always drops. Count on it. He has dropped some sort of album, mixtape, or EP every year of his career except 2013. Plus, he teased the release of the Monster 2 mixtape last year. So I think we can expect that. And I think we can probably expect some other album from him. Gucci Man. He always drops, count on it. He's dropped at least two albums every year since he got out of jail in 2016. Last year, he focused on compilation albums releasing three last year. Gucci Mane will drop something this year. Now, it's possible, you know, him and Keisha, his wife, just had a baby. So maybe that'll slow down his process. But I feel like even if you slow down Gucci Mane's process, we're going to get an album each year. So expect it. Her. Now, I think there's a to-be-announced EP on the way. I said this last year, but I think things got pushed back. I truly do believe that most artists prescribe to the patterns that they set for their album releases, even if it's unintentional. Now, her, 
has the pattern of releasing two EPs a year before she combines them into an album and adds a few new songs. Um, so I think we're going to get one or two new her EPs this year unless she leaves that pattern to do something else. She released eight songs last year, like features or solo. So she's clearly been in the studio and I still think that she'll stick to her pattern. So I think we can expect something. Isaiah Rashad in his album, The House is Burning. He's a TDE artist. Like I mentioned, uh, all TDE artists are in play to release albums this year. We were expecting this one last year. So I think it's a good chance uh, we get The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad. If, if I had to rank them, the TDE artists that um, from like who I, sh- I expect an album from, um, it's Kendrick, SZA, Isaiah Rashad, um schoolboy j-rock um actually hold on kendrick SZA, isaiah rashad i think are the three that like i really expect those albums this year then if we talk about sir um singer i think he's next i would expect one from him then zakari um j-rock schoolboy q and absol i think you can loop all of them into the same like level of ranking as far as expecting something from them this year but like i said every artist i think is in play j cole now j cole released um he laid out his next the next chapter of his career in an instagram post he said you know it was revenge of the dreamers uh his feature year that he had in 2018 actually it was that first then revenge of the dreamers three then he he wrote the off season then he wrote it's a boy then he wrote the fall off now we've been expecting the fall off as an album and he did mention something about the offseason coming before that. It's a Boy has everybody confused because it's like, is that an album? Are you expecting a child? We thought you already had two boys. So it's very confusing. But he seems to be planning to retire and enter the next chapter of his life after releasing the fall off. Now, I'm just going to make the assumption that the offseason and It's a Boy are projects. And maybe they're both conceptual things that are different, that he wanted to do something particular with them. But... You know, we were expecting like a J. Cole album, like kind of like last year. So I think we do get a J. Cole release. So abiding by the release, (laughs) the list that he put out, I think we get the off season this year. I'm saying that's a project. I feel like everything he wrote on that paper was a musical thing. So I think we can expect to get the off season this year. Jid, um, Dreamville artist. Dreamville members confirmed this project was on the way last year and then I already know that he rented out a studio for people to work on his album in Atlanta um, uh, around like March of last year during quarantine. Um, Jid is definitely next up over there at Dreamville. So I think we get I think we get another Jid album this year. Kendrick Lamar. It's time. We all know it's time. Kendrick has made four amazing albums, and I'd argue he's been the greatest concept artist of this decade. I thought for sure this album was coming last year, and there was footage of him filming a music video. He's also headlining a festival in Denmark this summer, if that means anything. I think we get some new KDOT this year. Um, Kid Cudi, two projects. Intergalactic and Man on the Moon 3, The Cutter Cut. So for Intergalactic... That's the album that Kid Cudi announced that every song from that album would have a 30-minute Netflix show executive produced by Kenya Barris attached. So I think the album and series is going to be something special. It got pushed back. He said it was going to come this year. He also announced the deluxe edition of Man on the Moon 3 is going to come this year called Man on the Moon 3, The Cutter Cut. So expect that this year. Lil Wayne announced I Am Not a Human Being 3 and The Carter 6. Um, so much for retiring after the Carter Five. Um, but Lil Wayne has actually been pretty true to his word about his releases since the Birdman ordeal. So we'll see. You know, after the Birdman stuff got cleared up, he said, I'm going to release the Carter Five. He released it. He said, I'm going to release Funeral. Um, uh, around the time that he released it, it happened. He said, I'm going to release No Ceilings 3. It happened. He's been actually sticking to his word. So I think we can expect both of these this year. Migos, Culture 3. This album was supposed to drop two years ago, but it seemed first like it got pushed back because of their solo efforts. And then I feel like we didn't hear much from them in 2020 because of COVID. And I think they kind of confirmed that. I think we could all use some new Migos hits. Hopefully they don't fill a 25 song album with mostly lackluster tracks. They usually like an end of January release cycle, but I think that everyone is avoiding Drake's release window this year. He already said he's dropping in January. Quavo said the album is done, but they want to release it and tour off of it and all that. So 
we'll see when they decide the world is ready for all that because I don't think the world will actually be ready in their time frame. So we'll see if they just decide to drop it. Um, Roddy Rich announced a project called Love is Barely Real Anymore. At least he teased it. Um, those initials spell Libra, which he's a Libra. So it sounds like it could be a project. Um, it seems a little soon to me, but you never know. SZA, I already said her, Kendrick, and Isaiah Rashad are the three that I would really expect. She released two singles last year with, or was it, did Good Days come out in 2020? She released two singles, Hit Different and Good Days recently. So it seems like an album rollout is in effect. And like I said, everyone at TDE is in play. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, expect at least three TDE albums this year. I'm I'm, I'm calling it right here. Um, Tara Wack, um, Untitled Album. She dropped like six singles in 2019 and three singles in 2020. She has to follow those up with a debut album. She's been on an Apple commercial this year with two of those singles. Like, I think we can expect Tierra Whack this year. Travis Scott, um, he teased an album called Utopia. It doesn't seem like it's been two and a half years since Astroworld, but it has. And I think it's time for Travis to enter his next chapter. He said that's Utopia. He released the singles highest in the room in franchise last year. I think we can expect a Travis Scott album this year. So that is it for the unknown release dates. So now here, these are the artists that have no sign of a project, but it would make sense if they drop. Um, Maybe even albums that are rumored that I'm less sure about. Now, I give this a 50% chance of released. And actually last year, there were 14 albums on this list. Seven of them dropped. So not only do I give these albums like a 50% chance of releasing, but last year, 50% of the albums on this list or the or the artists on this list dropped albums. So, so far, the like every two year theory is making sense, like the majority of it. So A Boogie with the hoodie, his album, A Boogie versus Artist. Um, there's a chance that this releases. Anderson Pac, four singles and lots of features last year. Wouldn't be surprised if he dropped some this year. Ari Lennox, she released uh, a single last year, Chocolate Pomegranate. She was featured a few times. She's been in the studio. It's possible we get something this year. ASAP Rocky, his album All Smiles. It was kind of teased at a couple years ago, and this this album was on this list last year. So it's possible we haven't gotten anything from him in a while. Boz from Dreamville, no album since 2018, but then again, he was on the Dreamer session. So, you know... I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like he just dropped off a song, though, with this group that he collaborates with a lot called The Hicks. So, you know, there's some rumblings that he could drop an album. Big Crit. He had a quiet 2020 and every other year um, is kind of normal for him. Like he usually drops every other year. So he dropped a project Crit is here in 2019. Wouldn't be surprised if Big Crit drops an album this year. Boogie, uh, West Side Boogie. He released his debut studio album almost two years ago. It was in January of 2019. Um, And he released a single in 2020. So it's definitely possible we get an album from him. Bruno Mars. It's crazy, but Bruno hasn't released an album since 24 Karat Magic in 2016. Like, it seems time, you know, five years that homie drops a project. So look out for that. Bryson Tiller serenity so he's got an album in two parts of this list so the deluxe of anniversary but bryson put his serenity album on hold he didn't shelve it um he said anniversary was the first wave so it's possible that he drops this at the end of the year to keep the rollout going so you know i'll, I'll keep you posted on that corday formerly known as YBN Corday. He released his debut album in 2019. He dropped a single, Gifted, with Roddy Rich last year. So it's possible that we get something from him. Ella May, she released her debut album in 2018, and we haven't heard much from her, but she did release a single last year. So chances are we get some from her this year. Frank Ocean. Now, I, th- I think this is 50% chance release because I had this on the list last year. Um... I mentioned last year, if you look at the cover arts for the singles he released, DHL and In My Room, at the at the bottom of the cover arts, there are 17 silhouettes lining the artwork, and there's a different one highlighted for each song. So what this told me is like, okay, he's got like a 17-song album ready to go. Each song corresponds to one of those like little silhouettes. He was headlining Coachella last year before it got canceled. So if... Um, Frank Ocean is still headlining Coachella when they release, I mean, first off, if there's a Coachella this year, 
And if Frank Ocean is still headlining, it's possible that he just pushes the album back to this year. But I'm always less sure when it comes to Frank because he's a he's a recluse. He's an enigma. You never know. Freddie Gibbs. He's released something every year since 2018. So it's a safe bet that he dropped something this year. Homie is on a roll. And if I were him, I'd want to keep that going. Two album of the year nominees, like in the in the culture, he didn't he got nominated for best rap album at the Grammys this year. But like everybody has been saying, like, yo, Bandana was one of the albums of the year in 2019. Alfredo is one of the albums of the year in 2020. He's on a roll. I would want to keep that going. J-Rock, like I said, every TD artist is in play. Joey Badass. He released a three-song EP last year called The Light Pack, which seemed to hold was supposed to hold us over for an album. So I'll keep your ears open because he hasn't dropped an album since 2017. Meek Mill, he teased Dream Chasers 5, so we might get that this year. Pusha T, he's discussed that he's working on an album and that Kanye and the Neptunes are producing. I'm just not sure if it's coming in 2021. Although Drake is dropping, and if there are any subs on that album, Pusha T will not hesitate to address those. So we'll see. Ray Shrimmer, their album Shrim Life 4. Um, they've been teasing this for a while, but nothing solid. Um, Rhapsody 2019 was her last album. She's riding some crazy momentum. So, you know, we'll see if we get something. And I think she's been on like a every two year schedule. I feel like Layla's Wisdom came out in 17 or 16. Eve was 19. So we'll see. Saba. Three years since his critically acclaimed album, Care For Me. He's clearly been in the studio. He released like four singles last year. So I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped Schoolboy Q. Every TD artist is in play. Sir, every TD artist is in play. And he's also released some sort of project every year since 2014. So with the year off in 2020, he might come back with something. Sway Lee has been uh, working on his sing- his uh, solo album, Human Nature. He's been teasing this for a while, but I feel like we get either this or the Shrimmered album, and it's possible that this album gets pushed back because he lost all that time when his hard drive was stolen and recovered. Um, the internet, every two to three years seems to be their pattern, and they haven't dropped since Hive Mind in 2018, so it's likely. Um, 2088, which is Big Sean and Janae Aiko, they confirmed they were working on this album in September of last year. And both of them are coming off releases in 2020, so it's likely that this is the next thing that both of them drop. So you could look out for that this year. Tyler, the creator, had a really fun year rapping this year, and his entire career he's released every other year. So this is on schedule because he released Igor in 2019, and he's got a ton of momentum. So look out for that. Vince Staples, a relatively quiet year in 2020, but he had released some sort of album, EP, or mixtape every year from 2011 to 2018. So you can't blame him from taking some time, but I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped something this year. Westside Gun from Griselda. He announced that he's officially not retiring, and Griselda members love dropping multiple projects a year, so it's a safe bet that we get something from them, uh, from Westside Gun. Um, so I, I didn't put this on here, but you can probably expect some from Benny the Butcher as well. So now let's get into the maybes. This is 0 to 25% chance of release. A lot of these albums are like Dr. Dre's Detox. Artists have mentioned them, but who knows when, if they'll ever come. First up is Black Star's album. Mad Lib, the producer, said this album was in the mixing stage in November of 2019. It, it doesn't take that long to mix an album, so who knows what's going on with this. It's a maybe. Childish Gambino. He announced in 2020 that this will be his biggest project yet. After releasing 3.15.20 last year, I figure this one's going to take some time. It's a maybe. Drake and Future, What a Time to Be Alive 2. They've been teasing this for two years. They did release that Life is Good song last year. So, you know, seems like they've been in the studio working on it. But So it's not unlikely, but it's a maybe. Um, Future, Gunna, Lil Baby, Young Thug, their album Super Slimy 2. Coordinating this many people on an album just seems like a lot to work out. And we've been waiting on this for a couple of years now. It's a maybe. Ghetto Sage, which is the collab group of No Name, Saba, and Smino. They hinted that they drop an album in 2019. Um, we got no album, but they did formally announce the name of their group and drop a song called Hagen Daz. But no sign of anything new in 2020. So it's a maybe. Gunna and Lil Baby, Drip Harder 2. It's a maybe. They've hinted at it, but nothing concrete. MMG. <laughs> Did you even know that MMG was still a label? Um, 
last time they really had crazy releases, it was Meek Mill, Wale, like Gunplay, uh, Rocky Fresh. I haven't heard from him in a while. This is a crazy maybe because I've only heard rumors of this album. So this is closer to a 0% release uh, date or chance. No Name, her album Factory Baby. This may be No Name's last album since she seems fed up with the music industry and says her heart isn't in it anymore. If this is her last album, that's more than enough reason to look out for it. Who knows when or if this arrived. She didn't seem any more compelled to rap in 2020, so it's a maybe. Puff Daddy and the Family, No Way Out 2. I don't even know if this album is real anymore. <laughs> it's a maybe. Q-Tip, The Last Zulu. He's been talking about this album since 2012. He brought it back up in 2018 and made it seem like it'd be coming soon. Kanye is also supposedly executively producing this project so consider this to be q-tips detox album it's a maybe rihanna i just wanted to let the to let that that moment sit for a little bit it's now been four years since anti and we spent most of 2019 and 2020 waiting for this album mostly because she told us she would drop it in 2019 and then she spent most of 2019 being annoyed at the fans for asking for the album and most of 2020 trolling the fans about not releasing the album i am not holding my breath but amazon paid 25 million dollars for a rihanna documentary in 2019 and it's been reported that that documentary is dropping this summer so maybe the album comes with it it's been in the works for years maybe you know maybe this documentary and the album come as a package deal but it's a maybe um travis scott and kid cuddy the Scots, that is the name of their duo group together, as well as an album. They released a song, The Scots, last year. Um, I don't trust that anything attached to Kid Cudi is going to release in a timely fashion. I feel like out of his deluxe edition of Man on the Moon 3 and his intergalactic album Netflix series, this is less likely than those two. So it's a maybe. And then finally, Usher, Confessions 2. Um, Usher's 2016 album, Hard to Love, was, you know hard to love um it seems like he's trying to get back to that musical space that we all loved because he's tapped brian michael cox and jermaine dupree for his upcoming album confessions too i want this album to succeed and to be amazing but we'll see it's been rumored for a couple years now so it's a maybe that is it for the most anticipated albums of 2021 this this list is not finite in any way uh it's the opposite of that it is dynamic it will always change so go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, the extra content tab, and this list will be there under most anticipated albums of 2021. I'm updating that throughout the year when I hear about release dates, when I hear more information about these rumored albums. I got my ear to the hip-hop streets, to the R&B streets, so when more albums start flowing in, I get more information, I'll be updating the list, and of course, I'll be telling you about it here on the podcast. Um, thank you for listening. That is it for the Dig Deeper segment. Um things that are coming up so the collaborative series with the small victories and side notes podcast we've had two episodes we did a track by track analysis of to pimp a butterfly we did the same for better by deontay hitchcock we've got um an episode where we do a track by track analysis of spilligion um by spillage village coming up very soon um and then there's a fourth and final episode coming. In case the album changes, I won't I won't say the name of it, but we got another one coming there. So that's coming soon. Um, you heard the ad at the beginning of the episode. I I have two good friends who are the hosts of What's in the Box Office, a podcast where they talk about movies and what to expect and box office numbers because, you know, movies are not really happening right now. They've been doing a lot of cool series on their um, podcast. They did a season's greetings um, series where they watched Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then New Year's movies and talked about them. Um, so um, we're teaming up. They're really good friends of mine. And we're doing a getting willy with it series where we've split Will Smith's um, filmography into like six distinct periods. We're going to watch all those movies, those performances. We're going to rank them. We're going to give out awards. We're going to talk about them. Um, I'm going to have a segment on there where I kind of tie in Will Smith's rap career to where he was in his movie career. It's going to be really dope. Getting Willie with it. It starts next week. 
um, January 17th. So look out for that. That is going to be a six to seven album or sorry, episode series. Um, so that's what's coming up next with that. So because um, those are going to be long episodes and I won't be able to do like a song of the week press play segment. What I'm going to do is I'm still going to be collecting the hip hop and R&B news, but rather than talking about it on the podcast so the episodes aren't too long, I'm just going to put them in the podcast newsletter. So you definitely want to get the podcast newsletter so you can get the links to all of the the stuff that's going to be going on in the hip hop and R&B genres um, over the next few weeks. And then after that, um, after that series concludes, I'm going to be doing a tournament and I'm not going to tell you. Um, exactly what the tournament is going to be about because I've got some I've got some trailers dropping I've got some some hints dropping you know what I'm saying uh, a lot of dope dope content dope media um, but I, what I will tell you is this there's a tournament to decide what is the best album of you know a certain period um, and my wife Karen will be the co-host the two of us will be deciding the winner of this tournament that is going to be dropping off um, probably toward the end of February. Um, I'll also be doing a Grammy recap um, in March whenever that drops. The Thinking Outside the Boombox annual award show will probably drop sometime around the same time as the Getting Willy With It series. So the Academy has received all the nominees. They're listening to music. They're voting on it. Um, sometime in the middle of February, maybe around Valentine's Day, I would drop an episode. Um, I would drop an episode where I discuss the winners of that of those awards. So a lot of content coming. Stay tuned. Um, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter at TOTB the podcast. Go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. This is Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.